So yeah, I can be a pilot. At the Air Force Academy, I can be anything. Army and Navy, play for second, and... That's a long, big, beautiful blue line. You have some grit, you have some perseverance. I'll tell you what, you can do it now all areas of life. That's just the way you gotta compete. Welcome to Thin Air. What's going on, everybody? It's the first installment of the podcast by Fastening Below Average. Um, we actually long awaited, long yeah, awaited. Yeah, it's long awaited. We we didn't even name it, so we kind of aren't even really prepared right now, but. We'll go by introductions first. Uh, I am going to be going by the pseudonym of Kamish. Tell them what your name is. I'll be going by Archie. Okay. Yeah, that's actually neither of our real names. And uh, let's just, full disclosure, since we're doing a podcast, lots of people know us, know who we are. We don't really care if people know, but uh, we do want to maintain like at least our own personal privacy. Yeah, great way to try and get thousands of followers on social media and then make a podcast to remain somewhat anonymous, but whatever, here we are. So here's basically how the podcast is going to work. Um, we're going to have just run through different segments. It's going to be all about our perspectives, our takes on USAFA in general. So we're going to talk sports. We're going to talk academics. We're going to talk whatever the hot news is, whatever's going on at the Academy. And, uh, Hopefully you guys will enjoy it. Actually, kind of saying this out loud makes me realize, at least, I don't know how it is for you, Archie, uh, but it makes me realize how ridiculous of a premise this is, but uh, we're glad you're all tuned in. It's essentially uh, just the two of us giving our own opinions on things that people probably don't even care about, but yep. at least make us feel better about it, and uh, pretending that other people care will kind of bring it all full circle. Yeah. So, I mean... Maybe use this as your excuse to not study during ACQ or listen to it on your commute, either way. Uh, so let's get it started. So what we're going to talk about first, we kind of timed this out. We wanted to talk about football. Neither of us are necessarily football experts, but we do love us some um, Falcon football. So um, what do you think? You want to break it down first, Archie? What were your thoughts on the game? So we'll just start uh, right off the bat. Obviously, final score of 62 to nothing. I think it was the first shutout Air Force has had since 2011. Um, nobody expected us to lose this game or to be even close, but to completely shut out VMI and uh, put their punter to the test with 10 punts for the day was something um, kind of unprecedented and a really strong start to the season. Uh, Kamish, what are, you, uh, what are your initial thoughts uh, on your end for this game? Well, as far as the game, uh, just right out of the gate, I think that Coach Calhoun looked absolutely beautiful. Uh, hair looked magnificent, obviously the guy rocks a pair of slacks like no other. Um, <laughs> really just fantastic. I do think that as far as the play goes, um, we looked amazing. And I think it wasn't just because we played VMI. I also didn't know what a VMI was until this week. Apparently, it's this like really expensive ROTC program where you like act like you're at a military academy. I don't really understand it, but here we are. I thought it was junior ROTC until yesterday. You thought it was a high school? I th yeah, I guess yeah, I, I, I actually that. was. I was pretty confused by the concept of paying to go through such a terrible experience and not get any of the glory for it. It's expensive too, man. Like I guess I don't know. I, I'm assuming they're 
they have like meatball stroganoff and stuff there that that adds up that stuff gets expensive but regardless i think that what we did was we used it as a great test basically of our program of our offense we do have next week off but i think that it's a good preparation for michigan we really spread the ball out I think that um, it was a good showcase of how deep our roster truly is. Those second and third uh, string running backs uh, all looked fantastic. We got uh, – I love our quarterback situation. Worthman uh, just played like a dream. He was a little jittery uh, to start, but 8 for 12 and 172 yards with two TD passes. You really can't complain about that. Nate Romine, uh, 2 for 2. It was just – it was awesome to see, a sight to behold. McVeigh, um, he's a freak. I don't know exactly what he did in the offseason to prepare, but it was amazing. He looked patient. Probably on that. He was probably on that boost. Yeah, drinking that boost. That's what happens when you hang out with basics for too long. So I'm assuming he did. I'm assuming he did first beast and second beast, and then did like his own beast for like the, the other Calhoun one. beast, the Coach Getty beast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was. I'm. I mean, it was awesome. But yeah, he looked patient. Uh, all of our running backs did. Really hit the hole nicely. Um, I think that that the purpose of that game um, from a football standpoint was to basically prepare ourselves for Michigan. So I I was really happy with how that looked. Yeah, I agree. And like you said, we have uh, next week off. So I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing, uh, but it gives us an extra week to get ready for Michigan and what I like to call uh, the battle of the slacks uh, between two of the most um, hardworking, slack-wearing coaches between Harbaugh and Calhoun. It's something to be uh, excited about. When it comes to slacks, though, I'm going to have to say this about I think Air Force has the edge because I think Coach Calhoun, um, he's really like a grinder when it comes down to it. He's like a blue-collar slack wearer. Like, you know he goes to the new Bass Pro Shops in Colorado Springs and buys them first pair off the rack. They might not even fit, but he's got to get back to football. It's Dockers. It's a $20 pair of Dockers, but you're right. He doesn't have the time or the patience to go to a fitting room, get fitted. He's taking the first thing off the rack. Does it fit? Uh, will it will it do do the job walking up and down the sidewalks or the side uh, sideline there yelling at the refs? If that's if the answer is yes, he's taking that and he's going home with it. I completely agree. And also, it's been well documented that in recent years, um, Coach Harbaugh has started wearing his slacks from Lululemon. So it's a little pretentious, a little snooty. Yep. And I'm basically just kind of thinking that we're going to go ahead and win the battle of the slacks. So really looking forward to Air Force heading up to Michigan. Uh, should be one heck of a fight as it as it always is when we play against those big teams. Um, you know we've really we've had good showings against Michigan in the past, Oklahoma, Notre Dame, all different teams um, that generally sh- should, and I say should as the analysts would say, outplay us and and overmatch us. But we always have a, a really show up and as Coach Calhoun would say, uh, prepare for a dogfight. So yep. that was awesome. Uh, it was a great weekend. The biggest thing that we were a little disappointed is we wanted to see more fasty below average gear in the stands. We would love to see a flag. Maybe we'll do giveaways or something if we can get stuff out there. Uh, we did get some koozies that we saw um, having beer. That is so awesome. I cannot wait. We're going to be out there uh, for the Air Force Army game in November. And I don't know about you, Archie, but uh, I plan on throwing back about 0013 of beers. So it's going to be awesome. Um, it's going to be a good so, time. Yeah, it's going to be sweet. So moving along. So we're going to do, do like one, I said, I do want to play. I do want to play one quick game with you there, Kamish. Okay. What's up? I'm just kind of scrolling through the, the box score here. Um, okay. 
and looking at all these names of the players, I'm not going to lie. You know, we've been out of the, we've been out of the game for a little long. Uh, when you're there, you kind of know the players, and you know. And then you graduate, and you still know the players for a few years. But we're getting to the point here where I don't really know any of these names anymore. Um, so I don't feel like I don't know them on a personal level. Do you kind of know what I'm talking about? Yeah. So what, what's the game uh, so you want to play? What, what I'm going to do here, and maybe we can get some listener feedback from uh, some people who actually know these players. But full disclosure, I have no idea who these guys are. I'm just going to read off a name here to commission. In 30 seconds, I want him to kind of describe to me the kind of cadet that he expects this guy to be like. Are you ready? Uh, yeah. So you're just going to give me the. You're going to give me the full name or just the last name? I'll give you full name. Do I get cadet rank as well? Uh, that is not included on the box score for some crazy reason. So you want me to guess their cadet rank? Yeah, you have to do. You have to kind of put their whole life together for them. All right, let's do. Let's hear it. Go. All right, this is just straight off the box score of people who played. We're going with Lakota Wills. Lakota Wills? Lakota Wills. All right, so uh, Lakota Wills, uh, I'm going to say that he's from he's from Michigan. And uh, definitely a Lakota, he's a lunch pail kind of kid, just like a real grinder. Um Comes from a long family of Wills. I believe he's related to Will Smith. Uh, he <laughs> is a cadet lieutenant colonel. Um, you know, he wants to put himself out there for Ooh. the wing, but his first love is truly football. Um, and also, he's undecided as to whether he wants to stay on and, after he graduates, become an astro instructor at the academy uh, or an astronaut. So that's that's my take. Am I am I even close? Do you have any information? Or are you just actually asking me if we? If, is uh, that what I'm, we're doing? I'm seeing I'm seeing what we come up with here. Uh, here we go. Lakota Wills is from Richland, Washington. Oh, okay. He's a, so geographically he's, close. <laughs> he's a freshman, so <laughs> he's moved up the ranks pretty quickly there to cadet lieutenant colonel. He's a linebacker and he's six three and two hundred twenty pounds. That's all the information I have for you, right? They don't, I don't even have a picture, so. That's all we got. Okay. But I kind of like your story better. So, Lakota, if you're out there listening, um, give uh, Will Smith a shout-out for me and um, enjoy Michigan over Christmas break. Well, you know what, though? He actually might – I was just kind of thinking this. Maybe I wasn't wrong about the, the cadet lieutenant colonel thing. Maybe he'll listen to this podcast and be like, oh, wow, yeah, I want to be a cadet lieutenant colonel, and then I want to either be an instructor at USAFA. Of, did I tell you what he instructs or what he's going to instruct? It's, it's MSS. So either an MSS oh. instructor or an astronaut. So maybe I just inspire well, the next generation of leaders. Who knows? I'm not. I'm not going to fault you for just being a leader and like an, an, and someone who inspires others. You know, that's just something that we do here on this podcast. Yep. Sorry. Sorry for the inspiration. Um, yeah. So if we're, I I don't know if we're going to keep this segment up, but if we do, uh, I guess you guys just send us like an Instagram message and let us know. If uh, how close we are on these people, because we're we're good judges of character just based on name. That's one of the things that they teach you while at the academy. All right, yep. let's move on. So um, now we're going to get into our actual segments. So our first segment is called Behind Enemy Lines. What we're going to do is each week, or depending on how long we want to keep doing these various segments, we're going to talk about a different story from one of our other services. Specifically, we're going to try to do the service academies, but just a little reconnaissance. You know, because Army and Navy play for second, and we're always trying to get in there and, you know, figure out what's going on. So, you want to go first? What's your story? All right, so 
I'm sure a few of you out there have seen this already, but uh, this news source called The Daily Caller, um, not fake news, produced a story about a day or two ago. The headline of the story reads, Navy football plagued by injury problem that doesn't affect other schools, or other teams, rather. And it begins to say that the Navy football team had players who were suffering foot injuries throughout the season. When they fell to Army, they knew something must be wrong. Of course, they don't throw Air Force in there. After yeah. the season started, basically they did more research. And Coach, uh, excuse me if I butcher his name here, but Coach Nia Tamaulu Ana Ulu told the Washington Post basically that these guys are walking <laughs> walking around in hard-soled shoes all day. It's tough out there at Navy. Uh, they wow. basically also had a specialist come in and say. We've got to do the best we can and make sure that we look at everything and look under every stone because they were having more foot injury, injuries and uh, walking in hard-toed shoes can affect your foot that causes supination. Uh, so basically, it's interesting to me how this comes out just before their season starts, just around that time where Coach Nia Tamaulu uh, is basically thinking, we're not looking so good. We're probably going to lose to Air. We're going to lose to Air Force, and we're probably going to lose to Army again. How can we get out in front of the media? Because that's that's what they teach you. You got to get out in front of the media. So he's like, "How can we do that? Let's blame it on the shoes." Um, I think it just comes down to you know cupcake generation. Everybody knows that. Um, yeah. But at the end of the day, we're walking around in our hard-toed core frames. You know. Yeah. We don't make excuses. Well, so. This is, this isn't the first time I've heard of this, but it's the first time I've really thought about it. And I kind I don't really hate the move because I think what it comes down to is that millennials are killing core frames, first of all, which is disgusting. So that's the first thing. So they're just going to get rid of that. And Navy, they're boat people too. So I'm assuming I've never been to Navy, but I'm assuming all their classes are on boats. So yep, that's if you're going to class on a boat all day. I think you should be allowed to wear Sperry's or just, or just rock bare feet and just wear some like rainbow sandals or something. So yeah. I think what they're looking for is they're kind of looking for a reason to have a policy change. And I like that. I, I like the spin. I like, I like how they're getting kind of the public affairs people involved. Um, and I mean, what other injuries do the, I guess what we, what we're proving here is that, yeah, cadet shoes or I guess midshipman shoes are the silent killer. So. Well, so have they ever thought of, um, obviously, they're talking about how there's long-term injuries from playing football for years and years. Mm -hmm. So follow me through this one. Uh, could it be that the hard-toed or the hard-soled shoes that these football players are wearing leads them to have worse balance in the games, leading to more head injuries, leading to CTE? I just think Roger Roger Goodell might want to take into uh, take a look into this one as well. <laughs> you're looking you're looking really really deep on this one, and I don't hate that. Uh, I'm gonna go ahead and say that no, what we are looking at is a pancake whipped cream, uh, egg white soft team in navy, and uh, we are going to crush them. We're gonna absolutely breeze through them, and keep holding on to the Commander in Chief's trophy. I think that's it's just that simple. Uh, well, Can I go at now? the end of the day, you know that they have a they have a solid excuse when that happens. I know. Can I go now? Can I say mine? Yeah. Yeah. What do you okay. got? So West Point um, made a liquor store just outside of like West Point. 
The store was called Black Knight's Wine and Spirit, and they made them change their name. So my question for you, does West Point hate fun? Um, I think we've known that for a long time. I think I do think I think that West Point hates fun because I bet you if it was something really boring like uh, like books or something, then they would be fine with it. If it was like the or like or if it was like standing at attention liquor store, they'd be all over it. Well, I think that it's well, it's the liquor that they have a problem with them selling. I'm saying if they if they sold like lessons on how to stand at attention, then maybe oh right they would let them keep it. So that's really what it comes down to. So, but my question is, was it Black Knights like N I G H T S or Knights like K N I G H T S? Oh yeah, it's Black Knights like Blackout Knights. So yeah, curious. I like it. That's a double entendre, if if you will. Yeah. I really like that. Um, I I think that what's funny about it is like how all these legal battles, and I don't know if you guys have noticed, um, and I'm sure that most of the USAFA leadership as well as the USAFA legal team, uh, is listening to this podcast. I don't know if you guys have realized how much we kind of skate that line of legally using, like, Air Force names and stuff like that. But (laughs) what a weird battle for West Point to pick, to be like, to go after a liquor store that's just outside of base. It's not like the, it's, I, I don't know. I don't think that people would think, like, what's the harm in it? What's the harm in having something called Black Knights? Like, if there was a restaurant off base called Falcons or something like that, I mean, I would hate to think that Air Force would go and fight that and be like, oh, this is – people are going to mix this up and think that we're associated with the restaurant, which is just not true. So I don't know what it is. West Point, you guys suck, um, and you're no fun. And West Point goes back to being the least fun academy because at least at least Navy is trying to get people to wear cooler shoes than, than core firms. So whatever. And they have their classes on boats. Yeah, so that's behind enemy lines. I will say to you guys that uh, it was kind of hard to come up with to find headlines and to find news stories about it. So not sure if that segment's going to stick around, but we had some decent news articles this week. So up next, we're going to go into another segment called Underrated Sporting Event of the Week. So both Archie and I are going to come up with a sporting event. We're going to look into it at USAFA and tell you why you would go there. And it's going to be, obviously, everybody goes to the football games. Um, but I mean, at the end of the day, all of our sports are division one and we play against people who are go professional people who are in the Olympics, people who compete on these huge, huge stages. And, you know, they have a lot more time to put into it than we do. But, um, yeah, I just think that you guys should be able to get out there and, and support like your other cadets. Um, and I I think that's really important. So, and maybe we'll do something, we'll make something out of this and eventually do like giveaways if you actually go to our underrated sporting event. Um, can I go first? I'll say mine. Go for it. Okay. So mine next weekend is the the underrated sporting event of the week for me is the Gene Miranda Golf Classic, Falcon Golf Classic at the Academy. It's at Eisenhower Golf Course. I don't know what the rules are for spectators. I would assume you're allowed to get out there, but it's a really cool tournament. Um it's a big tournament. We host a lot of teams from the Pac-12, uh, from the Mountain West, like all different schools. And, I mean, like UNLV is going to be playing in, in this tournament. And they've had players like Charlie Hoffman, Adam Scott, who's like a really handsome golfer. So potentially you could be looking at like the future of the PGA if you go to this tournament. And plus like the golf guys, like they're just – it's a really down-to-earth team. Like the coach is awesome. I'm sure most people here are going to take – 
golf at some point, so go out and support the golf program. Um, go see Julie in the bar. She's awesome. And, uh, yeah, so try and get out to the G. Miranda Golf Classic this weekend. That's, that's mine. What do you got? So um, on, let's see, on September 8th, the women's volleyball team is taking down Liberty at 3 p.m. Um, it's the Amy Svobadia Memorial Classic. They're also playing Southern Utah that same day. And the reason I'm picking the women's volleyball team, and unfortunately I actually just looked at the roster and it looks like uh, their coach either got nixed or he decided to go a separate way. But I remember back when we were there, their coach would get up on the staff tower during lunches and that guy was just an electric factory. Uh, do you remember who I'm talking about? Yeah, the guy, he would make the all of Mitch's on like chicken strip day, he would make us all yell air and force. And oh yeah, and talk I about electricity, the guy... Than- the guy could power the entire East Gym with his with his electricity. It was incredible. Yeah, like get him down to Houston now for all the electrical outages. <laughs> oh jeez. Yeah, well, we're gonna cut that. We have to cut that. <laughs> all right. Anyway, so. sorry about that. <laughs> this dude would get red as a tomato. Get just getting everybody all riled up, saying air and force. But the reason I'm. Uh, basically saying you need to get down there is because everybody knows the women's volleyball team is big. They're, they're a big gimmick team. And I'm not saying the game's not fun, but if you're going to the games, you know, they're handing out free Frisbees or they're handing out free pizza or something. So at the very least, get down there, get your free, uh, stress ball and uh, maybe watch a few rounds of volleyball or a few, uh, on the, on the volleyball pitch. Yeah. It's games. And then, uh, yeah, it should be good. Get some support out there. And send us pictures too. Like bring bring gear out. Bring like FNBA gear out. Get the get the word out. Um, like if you're going to the golf course, walk around with an Army and Navy play for second flag and confuse everybody. Um, I think that would be really cool. And then yeah, just and send put, us like, pictures. Tape over it and write golf. <laughs> play golf for a second. Well, technically yeah. they wouldn't even. Play. If we have like a team, I think it's six players get to compete in a tournament. I know. I guess it's a tournament. Everybody can play. I don't know. I don't know what I'm talking about. Anyway. Um, so that's underrated sporting events. Just moving on. Uh, we're going to do a segment called Haps All-Star. And this is, again, going to be kind of particip- kind of like participation-based. So we're going to need you guys to get back to us on these um, for submissions and basically nominate people. You can nominate friends, give us stories, that kind of thing. Um, and the purpose of this is that USAFA, you know, it's like a little bit locked down. Not everybody always gets a chance to have the fun college experience, but... Um, you know, we do get out, and I mean, as socially awkward as we all are, uh, some people do like to, you know, we like to party a little bit. So if you're out and about, you're drinking some beers with the boys, you're going to use your F&B jacuzzi, whatever you're doing, you're in Denver, I don't care, you do something cool. A lot of people go take passes and go to cool games and stuff like that. Uh, just send us a picture of whatever it is that you do because, um, yeah, we really like to see that. And so we'll pick a Haps All-Star of the Week, and we'll basically tell your story. So... For the first week, we don't have any submissions, um, and we're going to say that it's Lieutenant General Jay Silveria. I think that's how you pronounce his name. It might be Silveria. I don't know. But um, he is the new superintendent of the Air Force Academy. Um, he seems absolutely awesome from everything that I've seen so far from him. Uh, he was, last week, I believe it was Monday or Tuesday, he showed up at HAPS in uniform and slugged a couple PBRs with the boys um, took pictures with everybody, and that was awesome. And I know what you're kind of thinking. You're probably like, well, what's the big deal? The guy just went and drank beer. But 
Have you seen the mansion that he lives in? I am sure that he could be at home in a pair of sweatpants drinking some fine scotch, but he decided to go down and drink absolute urine with you guys. So that was really <laughs> cool of him. That's my nomination for the week. Um, I guess you don't really have a nomination, do you? Me? Yeah. I don't know. No, you just you on stole it. I was going to say everything you just said. So, Like <laughs> verbatim? Nothing else to add? Yeah, I, I don't know how that happened. Yeah. All right, uh, rolling ahead. So our next segment is going to be something that I'm personally excited about. It is called Cadate Consent and Disenroll. Um, if you think about it, Cadate, so we're going to be in a long-term relationship. Uh, consent, you are going to allow them to do whatever it is that you want to do. We're not judgmental. Uh, you know, we... We encourage people to be free and do whatever it is that they please. Just ensure that all parties are consenting. So, and then finally, disenroll. We're going to kick this thing out. So, if you haven't seen the parallel yet, it's like that one game: uh, marry, do something else, and kill. So, um, what we're going to do is come up with like a theme each week and present each other with uh, three things that you will cadate, consent, and disenroll. This week, we're doing Mitch's food, and so. Mitch's meals. I hope everybody's listening to this because I was thinking about this since we've been there. They might have asked some of these things, but so try to give a description about like what what is good or like bad about it. So you want to go first? You want to tell me? Them? Yeah, I'll uh, I'll give you three options, and you need to decide whether whether to cadate, consent, or disenroll. Are you ready? Okay. Yeah, let's go. Okay, we're doing Mitch's meals. Everybody knows Mitch's meals can make or break your day. They can bring you from the highest of highs to the lowest of lows, and to bring you from the lowest of lows to the highest of highs, strictly based off what the nutritionist lady decides to uh, stick in those giant fryers that morning. So uh, what, we got, what we got for best meals, number one, if, I mean, this is going to be, everybody knows how we feel about this one if you follow FNBA, uh, but it has to be on there. So chicken strips with mac and cheese uh, number is the first option. Second okay. option uh, personal favorite of mine, a little bit more controversial. Uh, make your own bur- burger bar. Do you mm-hmm. remember that one? Uh, yeah, yeah. That was I'm a not big talking the turkey thing. burger nonsense. When you get there at seven o five and they're closing down, I'm talking the good beef patties uh, when you're there fresh, straight out of the library yeah. at five as a young dually. Mm-hmm. All right, the third one: skipping lunch as a dually and crushing some Godfather pizza in a hall because you're scared <sighs> of your table commandant. Oh, okay. Uh, all right. I'm going to have to. I'm gonna marry, or no? I'm. It's not marry. Mary. It's not. No, it's not. I'm sorry. We we change this up. It's a branding issue. Okay. I'm gonna cadate. I'm gonna be in a long term cadet relationship that will probably end very terribly. We'll be in the same squadron, and uh, then they'll eventually be my squadron commander while I am a flight commander, and then they will dump all over me. Lowering my MPA and making me end up with a horrible job. That's the cadating experience. I'm going to have to relatable. put first, I'm going to go chicken strips. I can go, I mean, I, th- I think that was easy. I'm not going to say you like, you kind of serve that one up on a platter to me, but chicken strips are amazing. It's the best thing at Isafa. When you're talking about like the make or break kind of thing, it's one of those deals where, like when, when the routine order comes out and you see chicken strips are on the docket, it's your day is stoked. Like you're just, it doesn't matter. You go. could have four GRs that day and you're, you're set. You're, you're just on cloud nine. You could literally be like about to go. You could on, be walking like, into an honor board. And yeah, you hear you that. Could be walking out. 
you could be walking out of an honor board where they just told you that they decided that you're guilty and like you're still yeah. excited. <laughs> so um, I'm gonna consent to the Godfather's pizza. I think that that oh. was a sneaky trick on me, and here's why: because I think that that's a, just like a nice little treat. It's like sometimes, and I'm not I'm not saying that like any cadets or any freshmen should misbehave or do anything that's wrong, but. Uh, I just think that having that little moment to like get away by yourself, like it maybe, is, and you just kind of feel like it's a little bit of a bad boy routine too. You, you, yeah, you want to be the squadron bad boy. You got you got some like bad dually who you're trying to impress, girl or boy. Like I said, non-judgmental here. Who you who you want to have them consent? Guess what? Uh, yeah. Hey, guess what? Whisper in their ear. Yeah, I had uh, I had Godfather's pizza. Actually, don't whisper in their ear. That's really that's really weird. So that leaves me and I, with dis. Okay, good. Yeah. I was going to say, I might have to check my sources, but I, I think Godfather's Pizza uh, is actually not an a-hole anymore. And the only conclusion I can come to that is I think it just wreaked havoc on the plumbing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. When you're, when you're uh, you know, three weeks just at the Academy, let's say you've been there for three weeks, you haven't even seen anything but the mountains and the air gardens, and you're just going back and forth for days and you finally make your way down to A-Hall to crush some Godfather's pizza, does it taste good? No. It tastes terrible. But that doesn't matter to you at that time because it's pizza. So you crush that pizza, you slug it down with a Dr. Pepper, and uh, it, it's great. And the next thing you know, you're, you're hobbling out of your room at 11 p.m. because you need to hit the, uh, the little squadron bathroom. And guess what? You hit every stall. They're all covered with trash bags. Now what? <laughs> Now you're now you're running around the corner as a dually about to get yelled at because you need to get rid of that Godfather's ASAP, and I yeah. think that kind of just that just took a toll on the Goodwill workers, and they really didn't know how to handle it. So they just said the only thing we can do to save the plumbing here is to get rid of Godfather's. That might be and out of left field, but that's just where my mind is going right now, and sometimes no, I, I can't like stop that. it. I like that. And word of advice: if that situation ever does happen, and you're and you're like a dually, or like if you're just lazy and you don't want to walk to another squatter's bathroom. You can't poop in the sink, okay? You can pee in the sink. <laughs> Everyone knows that, but this is just a PSA. Uh, just between us, like just uh, some grads talking to cadets, do not poop in your sinks. You can pee in them, and that's all. And then second of all, like I think that's an interesting oh. take on food in general. I, th- I think it's a fine balance. You can either choose between having good, really strong plumbing or you can have good quality food. Well, uh, yep. Yusafa, I guess, maybe got hit a little hard by the budget cut era and – they have neither, so that's why toilets are constantly destroyed and cadets are constantly on Form 18s with quote-unquote stomach viruses. So that's kind of my take on that. Um, I will say, as far as the disenroll, I, it, does, it does pain me a little bit to uh, disenroll the burger bar, but the problem with the burger bar is that they don't do it uh, during lunch, so you're, you have to go True. to dinner for that. And so, And dinner is... If your fridge is loaded up with choco tacos, you don't need to go to dinner. You just eat choco tacos, <laughs> choco true. tacos and peanut butter. So and maybe some hot pockets from the squad store that you definitely paid for. Yeah, absolutely. And then you microwave up in the literally the dirtiest microwave of all time because <laughs> yeah. squadron microwaves are disgusting. And I'm also here to tell you that that's not like a Usafa thing. That's like active duty. Also, um, yep, they are absolutely. Disgusting. And in my house, also my yeah, my, my, my personal <laughs> microwave is disgusting. Okay, let's do yours. So you picked good ones. So you did like good meals that you made me pick between. Um, I picked gross ones. So 
I'm going to give you meatball stroganoff. Disgusting. That oil slick. I can like smell it right now in my brain and it's so gross. The meatballs that are like half burnt, half like soggy because they're sticking out and that's how they cooked. And then that like quarter inch of coagulated goop with the oil slick. I think that's enough enough of the description there before I throw up. This was a – the second one, this is a weird one because – I don't know how long this was a thing. I don't know if it's still a thing. But to me, this was like the hodgepodge of meals where they just throw a bunch of crap out. And they're like – because I've never even heard of this in my life. The chicken Caesar wraps. So what that Mm. was is it had those – it had these spiced tortillas. Like the tortillas were disgusting. And this chicken that was like cooked in like – it tasted like olive juice. And so that was like you're supposed to be a wrap. Gotcha, tracking. And then they throw out packets of Caesar dressing. So I guess that's supposed to be the Caesar part. But then they'd also throw out like mozzarella cheese and Doritos. So at the end of the day, I don't know what it is. It's weird and it tastes bad. So that was one for me. And then finally, uh, baked fish. I, my entire time. catfish? No, just baked fish in general. Remember those little, uh, that was a big dinner thing too. But it was just like little patties of like white fish. I don't know. Fish and, I'm just going to say like fish in general because for me, I'm not kidding. Um, hand on the honor handbook. I never once at my entire time at Yusafa put a piece of Mitch's fish in my mouth, whether it was shrimp, uh, the baked fish, or any of that. Not about it. Anything that goes from the ocean to Mitch's to the table cannot be good. So those are my three. What do you What do you got for me? Meatball stroganoff, right. chicken Caesar wraps, and baked fish. Or just so fish, this is a little more difficult than. Uh than the ones I gave you, but so Kadate, we're talking long term here. Um, and here's the thing: I'm not the most uh, liberal eater in the world. I guess is one way to put it. I'm I'm a little bit of a picky eater. So Mitch's was a nightmare. So what you have to do is you have to learn to adapt, just like humans have for for centuries. Were you like um, a chocolate milk kid? You just made chocolate milk for every meal. I was a big chocolate milk guy. Dinosaur chicken nuggets and mac and cheese. Um, but the point is you have to learn to adapt. So I'm going to give you my takes and I'm going to kind of explain why on each one. Okay. Uh, so Kadate long-term relationship with chicken Caesar wrap. And Mm -hmm. I'll tell you this, I've never once even opened that tort, that steamy bag of tortillas that smelled like weird spices. What you do is you put a layer down of Doritos, you crush them up, you put a nice layer of Doritos down, you drain the chicken. So you're not getting any of the weird sauce. You lay the chicken down, then you lay the cheese down, then another layer of Doritos, and you just kind of let it melt. You enjoy maybe a piece of fruit while it melts. You listen to the guy on the wing, you know, up on the staff tower giving his little spiel. And then by the time you sit down for wing take seats and you get to it, it really just tastes like Doritos with little bits of chicken in there. So it's pretty much like a Dorito souffle. So that's why I'm Canadian chicken Caesar wrap. Any questions before I move on to the next one? No, I don't hate that. I think that what you're talking about is like the versatility of it. And then you throw some condiments on there and essentially you're like, let's say you had to actually have that like every day they served it. I mean, you can, like you said, I don't know if you actually know what a souffle is because that's not remotely what a souffle (laughs) is. But like what you're actually talking about is some kind of like chicken, chicken nachos basically with Doritos. Yeah. And and I agree. You you throw some like you throw some of the condiments on that. I don't know. Maybe you want to get a little weird, throw some grape jelly. But at a very minimum, <laughs> Cholula sauce, like, in your set. So, yeah, yeah I, I like that. All right. Next one we got is um, consent. And, again, you got to hear me out. I'm consenting to meatball stroke me off. And I hate this stuff more than the next guy. 
I gave it its fair shot probably once a year, and I'd take one bite into one of the meatballs, and you catch a mushroom in there. Oh, and I think I would. I don't even think I would clean my plate up. I would just leave. I just get up and I'd be gone. Um, but what I had, what I did learn to do is enjoy the little bow tie noodles that came along with the meatball stroganoff. Uh, so what you do is you just get a, a, a whole mess load of noodles on your plate. You get those back, and then you finish with a couple a couple scoops of the the old Jif peanut butter. Maybe maybe after a nice fire in the hole, and you're good to go. Uh, you got your protein and your fats from uh the peanut butter and you got your carbs from that whole mess of bow tie noodles actually i like that i like that pick too because um yeah once again it kind of goes back to the versatility i was see what i was going to say is you could make like a nice little dessert pasta you could mix the chocolate syrup and then like a little yeah and or yeah or the peanut butter too and you kind of make that yeah but see what i was is like what i would do is they're hard to those noodles are hard to stab I, I hope yep. this is like not just like a <laughs> thing that only existed for our four-year stretch at the academy because then people are going to be like, what are these dudes talking about? <laughs> but they were like – they were clearly like overcooked always. So they're like hard to stab because they'd be like slippery and they're like a little slimy. Yeah. <laughs> and so what I would do is just like like a like a monkey, like a little animal, I would just uh, put them on my plate and just eat them with my hands. So yep. That's what you got to do. There's nobody too, too impressed at the academy anyway, so that's pretty much what it comes down to. Yeah, precisely. So that that brings me to my last one, disenroll baked fish. I'm not really going to go into it too much. To be honest with you, I don't even remember the baked fish. All I remember is the uh, catfish uh, cookout or whatever. Um, so <laughs> to me, it, that just means I probably avoided it at all costs and um, chalked that one up as a loss. I went back to my room and ate choco tacos over my sink like a rat. So that's really all I all I got for that one. I would go – I one of my worst memories – uh, at Yusafa was when I was sick one day and like the CQ was supposed to bring around like box, box lunches, like the box nasties. And for whatever reason, my CQ like didn't. So I was like, Oh dude, I'm hungry. And I went to Mitch's and I was like actually throwing up and I walked in and I smelled that smell of like fish. And then, you know how Mitch's weirdly has that smell that's like, it's not mildewy because it's not, it doesn't smell like moldy or anything like that, but it's like this water smell. It's almost yeah. like, like wet rags that mixed with the fish. I just walked out. I turned around and walked out. If I would have taken another step, <laughs> I would have thrown up in those silver bowls that have like the bananas in them. It was <laughs> disgusting. So that ever since then I was out, like I said, I never ate the fish anyways, but it was disgusting. So, so gross. I like that segment. That was a good yeah, segment. Not to, pat our, not to pat us on the back, but I like that segment. I think we're going to keep no, that one. Good job on that one, Kamish. Yeah. Um, thanks, Arch. Uh, so anyways, last we have minutes. Um, basically just kind of a rundown of like whatever stuff uh, we want to talk about. Like just a little like housekeeping news um, and just events that are going on. So um, let's start it out. Uniform of the day. What is it? Um. Anything you buy from fastneatbelowaverage.bigcartel.com. Exactly. Fastneatbelowaverage.bigcartel.com. That is a mouthful. That is a lot to type in. If you don't want to type that in on your cadet-issued laptop, you can go ahead and head to our Instagram page as well. Uh, in our biography on our page, you can click the link and purchase everything there. We have hats. We have shirts. We have koozies. We have flags. The flags are especially awesome. Um, I have one in my living room, and... It looks, it looks really cool, I'm going to be honest with you. Uh, last thing, we're just going to mention this. This is going to be the first time. This is kind of like the, the 
initial first information. I don't know how many people are going to hear this. More info will be out soon. Uh, we are having, we are going to be, as we said, Fast Neat Below Average is going to be in Colorado Springs on November 3rd, starting then for Army Weekend. Um, Cadet Satterfield gonna be, will be making an appearance as well. Cadets, Cadet Satterfield will be there. We are hosting a Beat Army party that night, November 3rd, Friday. So send up your triple S's. Uh, if you're a grad coming into town, make sure you get in early. We're going to be having it at the Thirsty Parrot uh, down on Tejon in Colorado Springs. So uh, come hang out with us. We're going to be having drink specials, so really cheap shots, all-you-can-drink kind of things. We're going to be bringing out a ton of merchandise. We're going to give away a bunch of stuff. Um, we're going to be bringing our own DJ, so we're going to be playing like good music, uh, all that kind of stuff. And just come hang out with us. It's going to be a lot of fun. Um, more info to come on that. We might have um, more exciting news about sponsors. We don't know yet. Um, at a very minimum, if you... It's been a while and you're not familiar with the area. It's right down the street from Cowboys. It's right down the street from the Mansion, Blondies, all that stuff. Um, it's going to be a, just a ton of fun. We're really looking forward to it and really looking forward to the weekend. So um, that's all I got. You got anything else? No, I think that was good. We uh, we want to hear some feedback from you guys. Obviously, give us cut us a break on this first one. Um, yeah. Maybe we threw out a few comments that we shouldn't have. We're still kind of testing the waters and trying to see uh, what you guys want from us. So. We want to, yeah. we want feedback, um, positive or negative. But if it's negative, we're going to ignore it. I'm just kidding. Yep. Yeah, we'll ignore it. Yeah, lots of growing pains. Like <laughs> I said, I agree. There was a few comments. Um, just kind of dipping our toes in the water. But you know what? I think with how our crowd is, we'll be hurling full fledged personal insults at people. Uh, just attacks on like the <laughs> things they believe and who they are as people. Uh, before you even know it. And so. And also yeah, keep thanks. in mind. Yeah. Sorry. Go ahead. See, 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 things like this. It's a little, yeah. like, what? It's like when you're it's in the hallway and you don't know which way to go yeah. around somebody. Oh. Or if you see, like, but, somebody, if you see somebody walking down the hallway and you realize you have social anxiety and so you, like, just look away yeah. and act like they're not there. <laughs> but, yeah. like, we, we were talking about before we uh, even started this podcast, we're one take Charlie. So, yep. uh, everything we do is one take and uh, that can be dangerous. So, it keeps us on our toes. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, uh, this should be, I, I believe this is gonna be on iTunes. So, uh, subscribe, write reviews, leave feedback, uh, all that stuff and, and help us out. And that's all I got. We'll talk to you guys next week. See ya. Bye. So yeah, I can be a pilot at the Air Force Academy. I can be anything. second and that's a long big beautiful blue line you have some grit you have some perseverance i'll tell you what you can do it now all areas of life that's just the way you gotta compete welcome to thin air